0: The 7 Rock Life Show is about stories that inspire, with people that you will admire, learning to develop new chapters in life, learning from the past, but letting the old stories expire so it gives room for the new stories you create. Our brand is about three things, victorious in your life, contributing to society, and having fun along the journey. 7 Rock Life is a lifestyle that inspires and gives back with a mission to impact the world one life at a time. I'm your host, Steven Zirko. Thanks for tuning in and being part of this journey. Enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Seven Rock Live podcast. You guys are in for an amazing show just to get you guys up to date with Seven Rock Live podcast nation and all the great things that are happening. So first thing is uh, Seven Rock Life podcast started March 3rd and in three months we've grown into 34 countries, over 3,000 people. And I just wanna thank each and every one of you that subscribe, that leave reviews, that are part of this community. We are a community that completes each other, that doesn't compete against each other, and we are a brand that inspires and gives back. So I just wanna thank each and every one of you guys. We're gonna to continue to develop you know, great content for you all to help you become the best version that you were meant to be and live the most efficient life. Originally, 7 Rock Life podcast came from a book Um, That was originally started and it was a mentality to help me get out of a funk of my life through adversities I was going through losing my identity being depressed and just kind of being in a funk and started that, it helped me. I started teaching other people and then the journal turned into a Word document. The Word document turned into a book that's on Amazon, became bestseller um, in four different categories and uh, and just its first week on Amazon. So check it out on amazon.com, the seven rocks of life and uh, you'll see all the great reviews there and it's now going to different stores around the country and around the world. So, so grateful and it's really not about a person. It's about people living the everyday life out there Wanting to become the best version that they were meant to be, and uh, that's why the book was, you know, originally created, and, and the mentality and brand's all about. And also, not only are we just a brand that inspires with, you know, with our book and our podcast. We're also SevenRockLife.com is a clothing brand. We believe your clothing should empower your life's mission. Check us out on SevenRockLife.com. Great trends. Um, summer collections, we'll have fall collections and winter collections. And this is a a brand that gives back where every item bought on that website, another item is donated uh, to different charities and missionary work and causes around the country and around the world. So we appreciate that support um, and it gets you the mentality that every day you're out there remembering to live that Seven Rock life. We also have some amazing things coming up over the next month or two I can't share with you, but they will be really fun and community building And we're going to continue to develop great content on this podcast. So when you're traveling, you're on the road, you're in the gym, just subscribe guys, share this with people, keep leaving reviews, Uh, any feedback, we're always about serving you and how we can help you become the best version you can be. Make sure that you own your identity. You don't rent your identity. Make sure you own your happiness. Don't rent your happiness. And the universe's gift to us is life. And what we do with our life is our gift back to it. So keeping that gift, keeping that light to others, we love each and every one of you guys. Have an awesome, awesome week and enjoy the episode. Thanks, guys. Hey, guys. Welcome to 7 Rock Life Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Mazurko, along with mm, beautiful couple right here, Shanice and Chance Montgomery. How you guys doing? Doing good. great.
1: Thanks for having us. Really uh, man,
0: it's good to have you here. And you guys got married two years ago, right? Yes.
1: Yeah. March 12th. 2017. Ooh, that
2: was a close one. I mean,
0: that's a setup question. Wow, right that was a too. setup question right there. <laughs> oh, man. They, uh, you guys are in for a treat. Uh, this is going to be an amazing podcast. And they, um, you know, they're just such a sweet couple, have so many great things happening with them. And uh, this is actually my latest podcast I've ever done because they're on a the plane in the morning. It's 12:10. Um, and we are doing a podcast because we had an amazing weekend. We were just in the city. I am going to play something in a, in a little bit of what Mr. Chance Montgomery did. Um, in the subway. Uh, that was your first time in the subway.
2: Um, second.
0: Your second time. Yeah, that was my and first time. He made a, a monumental mark in yeah. my uh, heart uh, with what he did. And But just a little background on them, the guys. They are from Mississippi, uh, Columbia, Mississippi, and Laurel. Mississippi I got it right yes and uh, their praise and worship uh, uh, chance and their praise and worship leaders that co-founder of Thur world which is an exclusive clothing brand mm-hmm. doing amazing things and you're gonna get to hear that story of just how they cultivated that brand and how it came all about which is really amazing and it fits so well with what summer rock life is all about and then, um, you know, Shanice is a, an event planner for uh, wedding co- consultant, uh, consulting, and uh, you have other projects as well that you can't talk about, but I you know you're doing some big things with your event planning and also helping out with Third World, so you you have a great partner, uh, secretary, you know, everything, and Amazing. friend, and, uh, and wifey for lifey, and, uh, <laughs> but they're just good friends. We, we've known each other now for, for a few years, for three, four years, mm-hmm. and getting to reconnect, and, um, but excited to hear you guys on Summer Rock Life. You guys ready? Yeah, oh, thank ready. you. Uh, I'm excited to be here. Now it's we we laughed so much over this weekend having you guys here, <laughs> and um, my 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 cheeks hurt my stomach hurts, yeah. but let's get into it. Kind of give you guys a little background. Uh, give us you know Serock Life Nation a background of your childhood growing up. Uh, maybe Shanice you know you know want to start first and uh, get it going.
1: Okay, I'm from a small town in South Mississippi. A lot of people. I live outside of Laurel. It's a really small town. 500 people. We don't even have a red light. Just a stop sign. <laughs> no Literally, way. <laughs> to this day, we don't have a red light. Oh, so that's man. how small the town was. But I always I had big dreams. I always wanted to, I guess, I always had like an entrepreneurial spirit. Um, so I was into fashion, and I think my grandmother had a lot to do with that. And my mom, how they raised me, but it was always like to be budget conscious. So, like, she taught me how to shop on a budget. Like, when we go in a store, the clothes you see in the front, no, we go to the sales racks in the back. But I appreciate her for that because I can still, like, everything in my closet, it's like 90% off, but it's all, like, style and, you know, classy, but I save, like, a lot of money on most of it. So You started,
2: that, you started a clothing brand.
1: Yeah, I started a clothing brand, like, my freshman year of college. Um, I, I sold vintage pieces from thrift shops that I handpicked myself, and I would, like, sell, like... It started from girls complimenting me on campus at my college, University of Southern Mississippi, and then I was like, hey, I can make money from this, and so I kind of just went with it, but the more I got involved in school, I kind of let that go a little bit and just focused on being involved in student organizations and all my grades. Um, so you
0: had the entrepreneur itch a little bit at young yeah, age, yeah? I did. Because you always said, you said to me today, you're like, I've always just want to work for myself. I, I did not want to work for somebody forever.
1: Right. Um but yeah, uh, small town, but had big dreams. So, you know, I lived in New Orleans for a little bit after I graduated, and I worked downtown and like service industry, retail. I worked for Michael Kors, and I worked for the New New Orleans Marriott. And then from there, I transitioned back home to Hattiesburg after we got married. Um, and then how we got married, we had a surprise wedding in New Orleans. Um, and yeah. that wasn't the traditional plan. Um, you know, we always plan on having this big wedding. Um, but we realized that the money that we thought we were going to have, it ended up not being the case. So we had to rethink, um, the way we got married and our marriage counselor, he kind of helped us with that. And you even inspired that as well as like thinking outside the box and being different. Um, and he, 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 Taught us to focus on our marriage and not the wedding day. Mm. So we were like, "Well, we know we want to get married. We know we have this amount of money to do it."
2: So God, what are you gonna do? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so we came up with the idea to have a surprise wedding. So of course we knew, and our close family members they knew.
0: That's so cool. Yeah, and mm-hmm.
1: and everybody else they thought they were coming coming to uh, an engagement party in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And so the theme was dinner au blanc, which is dinner in white. In, wow. Fran- in French
0: I saw the pictures and if you go on their Instagram we'll, we'll add it uh, later they just are like the swaggish couple I've ever met Swag-ish. and um yes. so on fleek and point right <laughs> yeah, You're throwing out a I know no I mean it and Thank but that, I did not know that that you it was a surprise I mean I saw the pictures and everything yeah
2: but that's so cool yeah. Yeah. it was it was really cool to see um everybody all happy and uh go from smiles to whenever we stepped out and said hey guys uh this is actually a wedding Went from smiles to tears. Yeah, so cool. That's really cool. And where, how'd you guys meet?
1: We met through one of his sisters,
2: my third sister, Bailey. She's my best
1: friend. We met in college and she kept telling me, Hey, I want to meet, I want you to meet my brother. I want Mm -hmm. you to meet my brother. And I was like, I'm not really interested. Mm -hmm. Then she showed me a picture and I was like, Okay, I'll meet him. And then he came by and we met and we talked a little bit he didn't ask for my number he was too scared but don't he sent me a message on facebook <laughs> and then after that we just kind of linked up and we never stopped talking so
0: yeah. boom and it was his singing that got you i think right it was his, his looks
1: <laughs> his hair it, it was his, his looks hair. and he's he very he didn't he didn't have hair then. he was very charming though and he was he was a gentleman Thank you. um but he, i don't know we just kind of clicked so
2: yeah. yeah it was a personality
0: now y'all cute. Yeah. You guys are awesome. I appreciate yeah. it, man. Nah, that's and Thanks. so now, so now walk us through. So now, um, you know, with your childhood growing up mm-hmm. Mississippi, oh, how was it for you?
2: Mississippi Bible running through my blood, man. The Bible is running through my blood.
0: Uh, my. Pet. By the way, do, do you do you hear how his voice is like a radio voice? Oh my! Gosh. Like I might get it. I might not have a job anymore oh, for Summer gosh. Rock Live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, you grew man. up, Bible, yeah. The Bible. Yeah. So the Bible
2: oh, yeah. is running through my blood. My dad, he's he's a, a pastor. My mom is a co-pastor of our church in Columbia, called the Family, and um, man, they've been doing that for all my life. And grew up a PK man, five sisters, no brothers. It was uh, wow, it was sweet because my sisters had friends. And did
0: they ever try to like put makeup on you as a kid? No. Yeah, I, I encountered that one time. I didn't, I didn't let them, but yeah. they like try to lock, like lock me down. Yeah. I only had one sister, so <laughs> I could imagine having five.
2: Oh man. Yeah, it's rough. They gang up on you. It's so. <laughs> over. <laughs> but yeah, man, um, life was it was it was it was cool. Um, I played sports in high school: baseball, football. I tried basketball in like the eighth grade. I only averaged two points the whole season. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, that was pretty bad. But um, man, I was I was in the band. I did. Uh, I played snare drum, and I played drums for my church. I've been playing drums my whole life. After high school, I went on to a college at PRC, turned a a two year Juco into a three year almost university. And I learned how to sing there after my back stopped working in Mm -hmm. high school, had to put the baseball dream down. So I learned, uh, the doctor told me I had to find another way to get through college. So I uh, I unleashed a hidden talent and started singing. Wow. But uh, did you know you had that? Like talent at all i did uh no one knew but my mom and now that i mentioned my mom she she she'll be real mad if i don't do this but um my full name is chancellor lewis montgomery so she was like don't don't let him call you chance (laughs) she always says that dude we were at a baseball banquet and uh my coach called me chance montgomery and she stood up and she said it's chancellor coach and everybody just turned around and looked and I was like, Oh, oh boy. So from then on oh, he called me Lore. <laughs> so he'll never forget the so he'll never forget the L L O R. But yeah man, um I always I always knew that I could sing. Uh I would do it when no one was home and uh, my mom, she was the only one who knew. So it was kind of a big shock to everybody. I, I could sing, but I didn't really know the science behind it. And mm-hmm. college really taught me the science. I had a really awesome teacher, Ladonna Tyson, who's still at the uh, who's still at the river, and uh, she taught me she taught me how to sing. You know, because a lot of people are gifted, but they don't know how to sing. Yeah. You know, and it's something that you have to learn. So,
0: well, you were when you were in the city today. You were teaching me some like little things of what yep. to do, yeah, how to breathe. Your, to breathe. you know, the the kind of practicing the exercising that you mm-hmm. do. Yep. Um it's it's remarkable. And yeah, it is. and we're gonna we're gonna play uh Dude. or sing a little yeah. bit after. Um so that's gonna happen on this on this podcast. I don't care. All right. <laughs> this is that's the deal. I just called it out so when people don't hear oh, anything about what happened, so yeah. you gotta do it.
2: You pushing me, bro. <laughs> yeah.
0: But I think you know what's what's amazing about lyrics and, and about music and we've spoken about this is that, you know, you lyrics impact you. Lyrics mm-hmm. uh uh it inspires you. Yeah. And I realized recently with, you know, writing the book and when you look at artist an author and artist is the same. And we were talking about this the other day. Yep. And whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're an artist, whether you're, you know, a mom or dad, you're an artist in your own way. Yeah. And everybody kind of has their own book, their own album that they create. Mm-hmm. And a book and an album is a story that you put together based on the season of life that you're in. Yeah. And based on what season you're going through, that's the type of album or type of things that you'll write about. Yeah. And Absolutely. do you enjoy the lyrics? Do you you know, has it always impacted you like the the song and music world? I would say that the uh,
2: the way that the lyrics come about has had more of an impact. Um, I can remember just riding in my car and uh, God giving me what I call now a download. Thanks to you, God giving me a download, and He just downloads the whole song. And i grab my phone and i um i press record and i'm singing and i can hear the music and Mm. i can specify which instrument i want to focus on and i write the part for the instrument in my mind and uh I, i write the lyrics and then i write where the harmonies can go so it's really cool man it's really inspirational it inspires me first and then to see it like inspire and impact other people that's very powerful. That just shows you the power of how how God isn't just the God that you can just box in. You know, you just can't, he's just not just the God in church, but he's a God in so many other different areas, and that's mm. really cool to me.
0: Yeah, and I, I'm really, I want you to talk maybe about, cause that, that newer song, not yet, but that newer song that you uh, are gonna sing a little bit of, because the story behind it is is really powerful. Yeah. And I think when there's a when there's a mission behind something, mm-hmm. we were speaking how don't try to be popular in life. Mm-hmm. Try to have pur- have purpose first, yep. and you know God, the universe will make you popular. Yeah. But sometimes people do try to be popular first, and then purpose after, and mm-hmm. it's the wrong way to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not authentic. It's artificial. Yeah. And would you agree with that? Oh, most definitely. Yeah. Walk us through, and you know, for both you guys, you know, we live in a world where artificialness is kind of um, at an all time high. Mm-hmm. So being authentic, being real, listen to your inner voice. Could you maybe talk about, uh, you know, being authentic and listening to your inner voice that may be the God and universe getting these downloads in life?
2: So, um, man, for me, it's so I went through a period of isolation and I talked about it at the conference this week. I went through a period of isolation where um, I was. Well, God isolated me from everybody, friends, family, and I, I just felt I felt alone, but it wasn't bad alone. Uh, I I needed to know who Chancellor Lewis Montgomery was, and uh, I feel like nowadays that we have so many distractions, so many cool distractions like Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook. Man, um, you spend minutes and 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 you look up and it's actually hours. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's kind of it's kind of crazy how distracting this world is, and it and it it keeps people from really finding out who they are because first of all they're looking they're looking for their identity yep. in other people and other brands and other music and uh, that's not where you find your identity you have to go to the source to find your identity. Yep. So that's like very very important to me. That was very that was a very important part in my life was finding my identity um, and God taking me through that period of isolation. So.
0: Did you did you ever lose it at a time or is you, you were confused?
2: Um I would I, I i i don't know man because i've always been a bit of a loner like i've always been a loner and and thank god i have five sisters because i stayed downstairs by myself and i always had that time i always had that time but i felt like whenever god isolated me this time he showed he took me from being a boy to a man mm. because it was it was before i met shanice and uh it was before i met shanice and i knew how to be a boy i was i was a really good boy but i wasn't a man yet and that was uh, yeah, that was a pretty powerful time in my life.
0: Yeah, no, it's. I think. How old were you at that time? I was. I was
2: about nineteen. I was about 19, 20 years old.
0: Yeah, that's a well. That's a big age, you know, yeah. of where you get some massive shifts because yep. you're getting out of high school, you're going to college, mm-hmm. and you're just like, what do you do now? Because yeah. I think that's you get these times where you're getting out of school or your uh, life after sports. You know, mm-hmm. we had Eric Coleman speaking, and it's like that next next thing you're doing what is it and then figuring it out yeah waiting for those downloads Mm -hmm. to happen right yeah and and maybe we'll get into a little bit of downloads you know and and a little bit of what what downloads are yeah uh what what about you Shanice like you know when you look at authenticity and you look at um the inner voice in you how do you listen to it how do you discover
1: it to me I guess it it got clear when I started I wanted to realize why I was here like why am I here And trying to figure out my purpose for being here, and I think when I started to really seek out one God, like why am I here? And then, like he said, given that having that a long time and isolation, so that period of isolation for me is when I I left college, moved to a new city, I moved to New Orleans, no family, no friends, and I really had to, I guess find out who I was I couldn't lean on oh I mean I'm Miss Southern Miss at my university or I was this or that I couldn't lean on like I was in a sorority you know I had to figure out who now what what am I now like nobody cares in the real world you still gotta figure out why you're here so I think maybe people like you said they find their identity and like what they do versus who who they are are. yeah -hmm. Yeah. It's so so powerful and I think when you When you realize that and you make that, when you look at life differently, like, it's not about what I'm doing, but why I'm doing it. I think that's when you start to walk and find your identity and find your purpose, or at least that's how it was for me.
0: Yeah. Was it, like, because you guys have a great relationship and obviously we're always working at it, right? But when you look at relationships and people that are out there that are in a marriage, in a relationship, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, How do you discover your identity together? Are you discovering your identity separately? That's a good question.
2: Yeah. That's a really
0: good question. It
2: starts separately. It starts separately because a man getting educated um, on like marriage and like the man's role and the woman's role, that's pretty, that's been a very powerful like lesson in our marriage. And it's like um, God gave man work before he gave man woman, Mm. you know, and like the Hebrew word for work means to become. Yep. So whenever you, whenever you work, you have to become what God originally designed you to become. Not a, not, wow, not, not, good. Not a mechanic, not an engineer, but what, what gifts are inside of you. That's what you have to become. And with, whenever you become it, you become fulfilled. And whenever you meet that woman who, who God presents to you, because God entailed Adam to pick Eve, Adam had a choice. You know, so whenever whenever that woman is presented to you and you say, "Okay, I want to make her mine, then if you have vision, if you have vision for where you want to go and for if you are operating in your work, if you are becoming what God has made you to become, then a woman, she'll fall in place. She will have because women are so like energetic. They have so many things that they want to offer. You know, they have so many ideas. They have so many businesses that they want to mm-hmm. get out. And and a lot of times it can become a threat to the man if he has no vision. But thank God, in my case, like it was like, first of all, at first it was like, man, man she want to do this. Okay.
0: But then I had to
2: like once I started to let her know like about everything that was going on in my mind. And um, she really started to add so much value because it it got to a point where it was like, okay, babe, I really want to become like a more serious worship leader. I want to have a website. Okay, website. Cool. Um,
1: Wait, you try to do it on your own.
2: Yeah, I try to leave her out of it.
1: He tried to leave me Bam. out. You didn't have
2: to say that. <laughs> no, no, no. No, that's this is a real. Deal. I know. So, so talk about yeah. that. Yeah, that's yeah. great. So, uh, I wanted to do it on my own, or I wanted to use somebody besides her, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't work out. The process was so slow. First of all, I didn't have like a computer that was capable of it, and she had the computer. So, every night I'm like, hey, uh, Shanice, can You, you
0: can borrow a computer? <laughs>
2: can I borrow your computer? And she's like, oh. <sighs> I told you you need me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So then I finally dropped that pride, man, and it was like, babe, can you help me? She was like, yeah. We got the website done like that. It looks amazing. And then we got it's a great website. Thank you. We got the booking processes done, and like she just added so much value to me, you know. And it wouldn't it wouldn't have been that way if I didn't have like vision first of all, Mm -hmm. and second of all, if I couldn't drop my pride and say, okay, I need you. And then once you once you do that, man, that fulfills her. And that makes her so much happier and she begins to like get even more ideas and she begins to submit even more. And it's just like an awesome like after effect of everything.
0: Yeah, there's there's a cycle that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it's it was interesting because I learned a lot from you guys this weekend and you talked about having systems. Oh, right. And I think that would be really helpful for Seven rock life podcast Nation in yeah. the world. Because I think that kind of interjects with having a system with what you guys are doing for your business, for your yeah. life. So talk about the systems mentality. Because I think, and if you listen listening to this, take notes on this. This is such a great concept. So share it and uh, don't charge anybody for it. But gotcha. talk about systems, yeah. Gotcha.
2: So, um, man, I spoke this to my church a couple of months ago. And um, it's so systems, uh, God began to deal with me because there was like frustration. I spoke about the frustration that set up whenever I would come home and like you hear from other men like, man, the woman's supposed to submit. She's supposed to do everything. She's supposed to take care of the house, which is there is some truth in that. But that's not the main reason that she's there, you know, and I had that mentality and I would come home and I would leave my clothes on the ground and expect her to get them and she would leave them there. (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, man, she's supposed to be doing this, you know, and I have the wrong mindset behind it. But then once I frustration, first of all, where where there is not a system, there's frustration. Right. Mm. Yeah. Where there is not a system,
0: there's always frustration. Explain that a little more. So where so, there's, there's not a system, there's not frustration. Explain.
2: Mm-hmm. So where there is not a system, there is frustration. So you would you will find yourself being so frustrated in life in areas that you don't have systems. So for me, I was frustrated because she wasn't picking up my clothes. You know, I was frustrated because my club, like there was, and then whenever you don't have systems set in place, like clutter, you know what I mean? And you can, you can talk about the clothes or you can talk about the mail or whatever it is. You got Mm -hmm. mail strode everywhere. There's going to be frustration. So man, I had to buy, I went, I went to Walmart and I, I told her I was going to buy like a three bin basket for my white clothes, for my dark clothes and for my towels. And I bought two of them, bought one for me, bought one for her. So now whenever I get home, I leave, I grab my clothes from off the ground and I put them in the system. And, and the funny thing about systems is, um, the system only, you only have to do the work once, but then you have to keep working it. Mm. You know, so yeah. you, you establish it once, but then you you have to do the work for it. And that's that's what's so cool about God is wherever he wanted something to like last. He set it. He set up a system and he wanted man gone to last. So he created man once from the dust and then he created then he created woman for woman out of man. And then he created a reproductive system. And mm. that like blows my mind. He want he wanted to water the ground. He wanted to keep keep the uh, keep the earth like moist and 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 just growing. He wanted to keep vegetation going. So he created the solar system. Mm. You know, it rains, puddles, evaporation,
0: and it's just a system. man. Yeah. So you have to do that. It's interesting with what you just said. Did I ever t- uh, tell you guys the process of life? The five levels of a seed? No, no Nope. So you guys will hear this right now and it relates to what you just said about the reproduction. So if you think about a seed, there's five levels of a seed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wrote this down the other day. The first thing of a seed is it's planted, right? That's the first thing you have to do. You gotta plant the seed. Mm-hmm. The second thing is then from the plant- planting of it, there's roots that come. It doesn't go up first, it goes down. So there's roots, there's a system. The third thing is the breakthrough. It breaks through through the soil. The fourth thing is the fruit that it bears from it growing. Mm. And then the fifth level is the, reprodu- uh, the reproduction of that seed. Because if there's no reproduction of that seed, mm. then it can never be planted again, never be rooted, never have a breakthrough, never yeah. develop fruit. Yeah, that's really good. I, I take good. notes. I hope that don't mess up the recording. And here's what's crazy: at every phase of the seed growth is happening. Mm. And when you think that there's no growth, there's always growth in yeah. your good times, in your yeah. bad times, in those crushing times, yeah. in those happy times. Yeah. So those are the five levels of the seed. That is awesome. I I just uh I stole that. Yeah. <laughs> I got you there. I do these podcasts to learn from you yeah. and vice versa, you know? They're learning yeah, nuts.
2: That's awesome. That's man. good. That is yeah, that's awesome. And the thing about seeds, man, seeds have to be planted in the right environment. Amen. They have to be planted in the in the right environment in order to produce. And uh I told somebody today, like, seeds, you get the good and the bad hmm. But you have the choice of which one you want to use. And you got to keep planting them. Yeah, you have to keep planting, And that's the that's the cool thing. Because like whenever you look at like in, in Mississippi, we have pine trees everywhere. And there's a certain season where the where you'll see like these little seeds spiraling out of the pine cone. And they'll be planted in the ground. Like it's just a whole system. Nobody. You don't have to plant them. Yeah, like God has a system set in place. So once you really figure that out and apply systems to every area so of your life, then you will start to see change. You you can't you can't treat God like a genie.
0: Mm. He's not Will Smith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, it, when you think about nature, we were talking about this. How nature's been around the longest, mm-hmm. but we never learn from it. We never look at it. I feel like nature laughs at us. Yeah. And it's like, what are these humans doing? Yeah. They don't get it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Do you it says feel that it way? Is,
2: oh yeah, most definitely. It says that in the word to uh to you have to learn from the ants. You have to learn from the animals. It says that I can't remember where. I don't consider myself to be a Bible scholar, but I remember reading it a couple of weeks ago in church where yeah. we have to learn from nature.
0: Yeah, I can mm-hmm. find it. What's what well, for you guys? Your spiritual walk, right? What has been your biggest i guess shift in your life what do you think it's done for you whether it give you peace whether it's the principles whether it's you know the clarity the you know the happiness the love what do you think your spiritual walk i know there's a lot of things it's done obviously Mm -hmm. but for you being young you guys are what 20 i'm 28 28
1: 26
0: all right but they look like they're 21 amazingly (laughs) all right it's in mississippi water Ah, uh, it's that soapy, soapy water. water. Soapy water. <laughs> <laughs> um, funny story. Exactly. <laughs> you got to tell this story real quick because it's
2: hilarious. So, uh, Steve, Steve asks Hey guys, you want some water? I said, Yeah, sure. So he, he goes to fix me a glass of water, fix your a glass of water, and then he fix my, uh, friend Ben, an amazingly guitarist, by the way, fix him a glass of water and uh, I'm drinking <laughs> my water and, uh, I, and my water's pretty good. And, uh, I look over at Ben's and I notice he has bubbles. And I said, Ben, like, <laughs> I said, what are you drinking? And he said, uh, I don't know, man. That's what he gave me. <laughs> I said, bro, what is in this? And, and around that time, he had asked Ben how old he was. And Ben was like, I'm 34. He said, Gosh, dude, you look like you're 21. And I said, Hey, <laughs> Steve, is that soapy water you soap drink? <laughs> <water? laughs> so drink some soapy water. <laughs>
0: He thought it was. He thought it was supposed to be like that. It's like, I guess that's how New York water is. <laughs> no, not really. I thought it was soda water. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, when you put Mississippi yeah. and New York together, it's it's a blast, man. It is. That's why it could be 1236. Yeah, I feel <laughs> and, good. And, uh, no, it's, you know, it's, but when you're high on life, man, when you're just like excited about life yeah. and you don't, you know, you just, you're enlightened, you're happy. Yeah. And you're not, you're not letting other people be the architect of your life. Yeah. And, you know, you're the architect with you and God and universe and, yep. um, you know, you have the right people give you, you know, some downloads, but you're going to get downloads naturally from other people. And, mm-hmm. you know, for uh, talking about downloads, right, because I think a lot of times, whether it's in a relationship, whether it's in business, whether it's entrepreneurship, or mm-hmm. getting ideas, you have to be kind of your inner voice, right? And for you guys, how do you, how can you kind of explain listening to your inner voice for you? Um, and getting these quote-unquote downloads and how you listen to them and maybe things you've done? And did you always hear your inner voice, or is it more mm. more recently?
1: I would say for me, I started listening to my to that inner voice and didn't even really realize it. Um, it's my senior year of college. I knew that I was, I was finishing up school, and I was going into a new season of life. And I knew I didn't want to be out of God's will. So I was doing all these interviews and it was scary because I didn't, I knew I didn't want to move back home either because I'm from a small town. Um, so my biggest fear was moving back in with my parents. So I was like, God, I don't want to move back in with my parents. That was my prayer. Just show me where you want to, where you want me to go and make it clear. So I know exactly where you, what you want me to do and where you want me to go. So I was interviewing with all these different, um, jobs, went to the career fair at my college, and I remember one night having a dream, because I'm a dreamer, and I wrote down the numbers. I, I, I saw 555, and I wrote it down. I, had, I heard that voice write that number down, so I typed it in my phone, in the notes, and then I was doing all these interviews, and I remember going up to this random table at the college fair, and I spoke with the hotel HR guy for New Orleans Marriott. I never... I mean, I went to school for business admin, entrepreneurship. I didn't want to work at a hotel, but I mean, I just spoke with them. And so like afterwards, I had been doing these interviews with like Frito-Lay and L'Oreal and other companies that I was, you know, like they were on my top of the list not to work at a hotel. And so I got an email from the hotel and they were like, hey, we got an interview time for you come by and see us and I was like what is this I didn't even apply how did they even why are they even interviewing me and I heard that voice well do you have a job offer yet because I had been interviewing with these people but nobody was offering me a job and I was like well no so I might as well go so I went and literally they were trying to hire me on the spot but I had to relocate to a new city I didn't need a degree for the job and it wasn't it wasn't a ton of money so I was gonna have to find a roommate and all this other stuff so I was like you know thank you but you know I don't know let me think about it but in my mind like there's no way I'm I'm gonna take that job and I'm not moving and so I was still waiting on this L'Oreal gig never heard from them got a phone call from Frito-Lay made it to like the final round they didn't hire me and I was like bomb and then uh I was interview- I went to another interview for CentOS, and I made it, like, to the third round. And in that interview, the guy, I made it, like, he was their GM or something. And he was telling me, and something was off. I didn't, I didn't know. But it just didn't, it didn't sit well with me. And so I heard that voice again. When you get in your car, um, look at that number that I, that I sent you. And so I was like, okay. So I got in my car and pause I, I forgot this I did like this campus we did a college school trip or something and we w- actually went to the hotel and did like a tour for the New Orleans Marriott and it was 555 Canal Street no way and so when I went that, that happened that's prior crazy. to that to the last to the last interview with CentOS so when I got back in my car and he was like hey look at those notes and I saw 555 I literally like busted out in tears mm. because I knew that oh. that's where I was supposed to go and so, like, I emailed him. I was like, hey, I'll accept the job. And right after that, I, someone approached me to be my roommate. We found an apartment in a day. And, like, everything just lined up. So, it just
0: basically all worked out. It
1: all worked out.
0: Yeah. And that was, like, That's my crazy. first
1: time, like, listening to that voice, hearing it, and then getting a result.
0: Mm. And that probably, you're like, all right, this works.
1: And it strengthened my faith. And mm. I was like, God is real. <laughs> he's real it was a crazy moment yeah but I was like I believe I believe I believe.
0: <laughs> I believe. Oh, sure. Yeah, I, I get it I get it you're real
1: <laughs> you're real but yeah that was the journey mm. of me l- recognizing that voice and listening and trusting there's yeah, something you're, bigger than your me
0: f- your faith was yeah was yeah. was being built your mm-hmm. faith muscle yeah huh that's so cool and I know you have like dozens of stories of that even like today, things have happened today. Yeah. We're like, whoa, you yeah. know, yeah. yeah. So well, okay, let's let's jump now with your inner voice with your brand, with Third World, mm-hmm. right? Oh man. Can you tell that story of how that all came about and similar to what Shanice uh, was saying is just these downloads you get. So, yeah. Cause it's a crazy, I, I love the brand. I love yeah. what it's all about. So uh, I was asleep one night and um,
2: I remember I, I had a dream. And in this dream, I saw the uh, black cap, white crown, black mesh, and uh, it had abstract art on it. And uh, I saw God spoke and told me, he said, I heard that voice. He said, wake up and draw it. And I said, uh, I did like a lot of people do, man, and just start throwing excuses before before uh, submitting. And I said, uh, I can't draw. And he said, wake up and draw. It. I said, I can't draw. No, no, no. He said, he said, wake up and draw it. And I said, I'll draw it when I wake up. Then I heard it again, wake up and draw it. I'll draw it when I wake up. Wake up and draw it, said three times. I'll draw it when I wake up. And um, I-, I wasn't sleepy anymore. I remember sitting up. Every bit of sleep that was in me was gone. And mm-hmm. uh, now, then he said, now draw it. And I was like, I can't draw. And he was like, just draw it. I'm talking about it's is 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 weird. I'm up three o'clock in the morning, in the middle of the night, talking to to a voice that I hear in my spirit. Wow. And I'm like, okay. So I pick up this green notebook, man, and uh, I pick up a I pick up a pen, and I start to draw, and it looked just like it did in my dream. Wow. And then he started to That's tell crazy. me, he told me the colors, every color, he told me a blue, gold, white purple, green, um, red, told me every color. Didn't give me, didn't give me the definition behind the brand or anything, but just gave me the finished product. Told me every color to go. Told me, even told me the type of um, the type of paint to use. And um, I remember drawing it and I remember uh, putting it away. And, um, and me and Shanice, we started dating around this time. And I went to my hometown, back to Columbia for a uh for a football game. So went there, man, and uh we were walking up and I saw one of my old teachers. And I you know how you get you go back to your hometown and you have your new girlfriend and she's beautiful and you want to show, show her, her off. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm to Hey guys about to come see. over here. Yeah. Look what I got <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to show her to my new, to my old <laughs> teacher. So man, we're walking up to the ticket booth and I'm I'm getting nervous and all of a sudden um we make it to the ticket booth, and I said, she said, hey, Chance, how are you? And I'm like, I'm good. How are you? This is Shanice. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, right? This is Shanice. And she's like, okay. And then she said, uh, well, nice to meet you. Are you are you in school? And I was like, no, ma'am, I'm not right now. And she stopped the conversation. Didn't say, I can't talk to you no more. She just turned her turned to someone else, totally ignored me, and we walked off. And I walked off confused. And I remember hearing, hearing that voice it said, uh, that's what third world is. I'm thinking like, what? I don't get it. And then once I started to think about it, she couldn't see the value in me. Mm. Not because the value wasn't there, but because she didn't have the power of vision. And um, it, it it goes so well with third world countries. And it goes so well with abstract art, because not everybody, I was just talking to, uh, what's his name, uh, David
1: last mm. night.
2: And he, he showed me a picture and he was like, man, look at this abstract art. I don't get it. Where is the value? I said, bro, that's exactly what third world is. I said, in order to find the value, you have to go to the creator because mm-hmm. the creator knows how much value he knows that everything he creates is valuable and in order to find the value so you can so you can apply it the right way you have to go to the creator you have to go to the source you have to go to the person who formed you and finished you before he even created you and uh, that's what that's what Third world mint man so you look at third world countries so much value is buried in those countries so much so many natural resources are in those countries but i mean here they're marketed horrible marketed so horrible i've never seen anything positive about it and that was just like wow man but every story I hear is like, man, those people are so awesome. Their hearts are so big. It's not the stuff that makes you, man. It's your heart. And that's mm-hmm. what Jesus focused on the most. That's what I love about him because he didn't care about how you looked
0: on the outside. He cared about your heart. Yeah. He led from the bottom up, not from the top down. That's it. That yeah. is awesome. Yeah. And that's that's real genuine leadership. That is. Yep. Yep. He I never had a status. It was just like, no, this is who I am. Dude, that's amazing. And I wanna rewind because there's a couple of really major points of okay. what you said. So what's interesting about you, Shanice, is that you grew up in a small town, but big dreams, right? You mm-hmm. didn't let your mm-hmm. you didn't let your location be a determining factor of your bigger dreams. Sometimes people's smaller towns, you know, signify of them being having smaller dreams. And mm-hmm. you're like, nah, I'm not I'm not all about that, right? Then I like what you said is that with abstract art, for somebody else it may be gold, for somebody else they don't see the gold in it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And we are all different art pieces. Yep. And I think when, everybody because that's such a big thing is people don't see value in themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't see value in, in what, what they are, that we're all different art pieces, we're all beautiful in our own yep. ways, we all have a different art, right? Oh yeah. And when you discover that and realize that, that you're unique in an amazing way, you're not weird, you're unique. Yeah amazingly unique i think that's what the world has to understand and 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 i know that's your guys mission is to create that third world and could you walk us through the different worlds first world second world third world
2: so first world was um the very first world adam and eve you know and then second world was after the flood you know if you're a bible believer that's what that's what that's what it means to me because i believe the bible from front to back first world before or adam and eve then god destroyed it with the flood, now that's the world we we're, uh, we're living in now. Which is what second world. And second world's like what? What's second wrong with world, the second world? Second world right now is filled with so much corruption. It's filled with so much. Um, man, it's just filled with so many people with only sight, not vision. Mm. You know, they they don't Hate have the power. Bitterness. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, it, it's really bad. And uh, the third world actually comes if you're. Um, the third world comes after the second world so the third world is what you want to be a part of mm. the third world is how how with your brand if you follow the uh, seven rocks of life if you have the seven rocks of life in order then you will be able to be a part of that third world mm.
0: yeah yeah it's just forgiveness it's it's love it's it's uh, understanding yeah it's seeking knowledge yeah. right we we uh, we talk we always um say that we're we're operating on expired information, mm-hmm. and we're never updating and reprogramming our software. Mm. And God gave us an amazing software to follow, but mm-hmm. we just never go seek out that software. Yeah, with a lot of the stories yeah. and a lot of the, the different things that yeah. come from you know quote unquote with the Bible, mm-hmm. right? And I think it's been I think now more than ever it's being interpreted differently. Yeah, where people are it's not it's not a, a spiritual or a certain religion thing. It's mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a principle thing. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what you're, what you guys are all about. Yeah. Which is so awesome. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. I love that. And, you know, with, with value and vision, right? Mm -hmm. Can you, can you kind of just talk about why, how do you discover value and vision? Uh, People that are listening to this, they're in their car, they're driving, they're like, man, how do I discover value in myself? How do I get that vision? I don't know where to start. Mm -hmm. So what would you be your... Biggest recommendations for value and vision, the two Vs.
2: My recommendation for me, I had to remember back before anybody crushed my dream. And that's how it is for a lot of people. Before before you were told, remember back before you were told that you can't make a lot of money doing that. Or before you were told you can't do that, that's impossible. Too many people are doing it. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was thinking back to my childhood where I was turning... The pot, the tops of a pot into cymbals and the pot into a drum set. Hmm. And I had it set up just like a drum set and I would beat them with wooden spoons, you know? So thinking back that far, some people like to think back to college. No, don't think back to college. You have to think back to where you were in your purest form, to where you were just like an just like nature just like an animal yeah fresh you, yeah yeah New. you were fresh you untouched were drawn, yep you were drawn to the things that were inside of you and god was just get, trying to give your parents hints hey this kid needs to go in this direction wow. so that's mm-hmm. how that's how far back you have to think and if you have to pray and ask god to reveal it to you he'll do it
0: and i that's powerful <laughs> this is good stuff and i think we get these calluses mm-hmm. over ourselves and we, we we have these avatars and these masks. Yeah. And as life goes on, people get more and more masks mm-hmm. until you're like, I'm done with this and I'm ripping them off. And then I'm going to be, I'm going to be the person I was always meant to be like, you sh- you won't have to have any masks. Right. Mm. Um, Cause I was, you know, a lot of times in my life I was, I had multiple masks yeah. and it's just like, it's tiring. Yeah. You're like, ah, which one do I put on today? Is, mm. Yeah. You know, like I'm, something, right. You know, that but it's, something. it's liberating once you go back to your roots of yeah. who you were. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's just, Organic, yeah, it's a very organic thing. What about you, Shanice?
1: To me, I think it would be really tapping into the things that come easy to you because most of the time those are your gifts, and when you identify those gifts, you bring it brings out your purpose one, and then you're able to bring that value to other people, Mm -hmm. and I think that is powerful in itself, and that helps you to. Um. just kind of form that identity. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. That's good. I love that. I do too. And your your identity is like, um, it's like a passport, right? If you don't have it, you're not going to be able to get to the next country. Mm. And I think when you lose your identity, it's like losing your passport. You're never going to get to the next level of life, the next country of life, yeah. right? And you got to make sure that you own it and you hold on to it. Yeah. And you don't let people steal it. mm because people can steal it or put upon another identity on you, mm-hmm. so make sure that you, you you hold on to that.
2: Yeah, that's good, bro.
0: We dropping it like it's hot. <laughs> I'm gonna make you sing a little bit. Okay, all right, here's the thing. This is the deal. If you sing, I'll uh-huh. I'll sing. I'll tell my poem that I made up for you today in eight oh, minutes. Bro, deal. We were in the city today, and I said, "Get uh, you get this download." I'm like, "I'm gonna make up a poem uh, for Third World," and now you got a poem. Yeah, but that's I want to hear dope. you sing
2: first. I got you
0: yeah yeah T- talk about so that's good stuff so the value vision I think that makes that's really clear uh, discovering that yeah. and, and taking an audit in that what um, um, with your music that you write mm-hmm. right because some people they want to create things for their brand for their business they want to um, you know be creative right how do you how does your lyrics because this is really interesting and then I want this kind of goes into the song that you just made okay. it's not released yet but you'll give a little snippet gotcha how do you where do lyrics come from
2: um, uh, I believe lyrics come from experiences. Like you go through things and um, through that some people channel it different. Um, some people write in a journal. Some people uh, record in their phone. Um, but yeah, lyrics come through experiences. Lyrics come through um, inspiration. Lyrics come through a couple of different things. Yeah. So for me, it's more of um, it's more of experience and experiences and inspiration it's a little bit of both
0: yeah, yeah. Your, your recent um song that came out what what uh motivated you to write that those lyrics oh man so uh and experience um uh me and my
2: brother-in-law so this these songs that i'm releasing now i've actually had them for about five years really and this was it wow. this was something i ran into i spoke something about um I called it. I'm the one with the one. And it was talking about how the parable it was. It was talking about the parable of the talents, and the one with the one talent went and hid it and dug a dug a hole and hid that talent in the hole. And then the master came back and was very unpleased with the talent and cast that one servant to the place where there was weeping and gnashing of teeth. And I was like, I don't know where that is, <laughs> but uh, I don't want to be there. So uh, I, I, immediate, I immediately start to release the things that I knew God had, gave, that God had given me, and um, it was in my phone. Because I said I had that I had I had one hat, I had my album in my phone, and I said I was I was talking to my cousin. I said, hemp if my if God comes back right now and and looks me in my face and say, Chance, where is the album that I gave you?" I said, "God, here it is. It's in my phone." Oh, okay. Well, where's the hat? The the idea of the brand that I gave you, I got one right here, and that shook me. He was like, no, 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 no. You got it all wrong. You that that was meant for the world. That wasn't meant just for your head. That was meant to be worn everywhere because the colors the uh i can go through the colors gold is kingship purple is royalty um green is praise blue is holy spirit red is the blood of jesus white is the bride of christ and those colors were supposed to be worn on everybody's head but i was so selfish to the point where
0: i dug a hole and just put it in there wow and yeah that should it's like if you have the cure to cancer why would you not want to share it exactly because brokenness is a, uh, a lot of people are broken. And We were in a city, and you see people that are, you know, living on the streets, and yeah. and they're broken because they. We all have our own story mm-hmm. of what got us there, yeah. right? And your one of your songs, which inspired me, and I found out today, oh, and I thought that was really powerful. Yeah, that song, and then I want you to play it, like just sing a little bit of I it. I got you. So because so, this is powerful got you
2: so this song called rescue me and you asked me the question before this one but i got a little off track but rescue me came from a place of um of experience where um me and my brother-in-law we had a mentorship called boys to Men, and we would mentor these young guys and there was this one guy who came and i remember talking to him and uh he said i don't like going to church i said Man, why not and he said, "Cause people look at me crazy." And instead of judging and be like, "Man, you just got excuses." Everybody just got excuses. I actually thought about it, and I was like, "You know what? You're right. People do look at you crazy." And I thought about the how how the the religious mentality is, and it's so horrible. It's so screwed up. And uh, man. Because, if if they don't look like you, if they don't dress like you, if they don't talk like you, if they don't vote like you, then they're automatically written off, mm-hmm. and that's not right. That's not that's not like God. Nope. That's not like God. First of all, God, we get to He He wants to get to know you. He wants your heart. He wants your trust, so he can so he can download in you whatever it is that he wants you to do. And uh, man, instead of judging that guy, I really uh, took on uh, took on his heart. And I wrote this song called "Rescue Me." And I'll say the lyrics first. The lyrics are, "God, it's me. I'm broken down." No, 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 no. No, I'm gonna, am gonna sing it.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah, I got all right, you. All right. But I'm, I'm. You got a nice voice, man. First. I'm just yeah. jealous. I'm, I'm a little. Like, I I want. I want to have his voice one day.
2: You, you got it. Come rescue me. Oh, just drink that soapy water. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the lyrics are, "God, it's me. I'm broken down. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do." I'm on my knees. I'm begging, please, God, take me now. Just wish you would take me now. And it's coming from that place where a lot of people in their lives are confused. They're broken. They are misused. They don't know what to do. And it gets to a point where you really don't want to be here. You know, you really you really don't want to be where you are. And you are so desperate. And you just want God to just snatch you up out of here so it'll all be over. And uh, the song goes like a... Let me start in the right key. God, it's me. I'm broken down. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm on my knees. God, I'm begging, please. Just take me now. I wish you would take me now. Because I need you. I don't know what to do. Rescue me. God,
0: rescue me. God, rescue me.
2: And I hear the rest. You have to go to the uh,
0: (laughs) Look at my arm. Do you see my whole arm right now? Yeah, man. Oh, Lord. That is a powerful song. And that is going to be an amazing hit, without a doubt. Because, you know, the world needs to learn right now yeah. how to complete each other, don't mm-hmm. compete against each other. Oh, that's big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we can rescue each other mm-hmm. by being back to back with each other. Yep. And live in that third world, you know, with that Seven Rock life mentality. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's so I mean, true. it meshes in so well. Yeah. Because
2: if you don't have the Seven Rock mentality, you won't make it to the third world. Mm. You won't be a part of it.
0: Dude. It's a kingdom. How good is his voice? I know some of you guys are like playing it back right now. <laughs> like, Steve, stop talking. Go back to ooh, man, mama, Give me a bound, brother. I
2: appreciate it. Uh,
0: <laughs> wow. So that's so your lyrics, it, it comes from that heart, it's that yeah. soul, it's that gut.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's Those awesome. Experiences, man. They make it. I have a I have a sister, Bailey. She goes by the stage name of Elsie, and her music is so amazing. And it comes from experiences. I'm so glad um, that her and her husband are still together because she writes about him all the time. (laughs) (laughs) That's what keeps it together. Yeah, I'm so
0: glad Shanice still writes music. (laughs) Oh, man. But it's, you know, words are powerful, man. I mean, you think I said it to you guys earlier how bitter versus better because of one letter. Because of one letter. It changes the whole. You know, uh, understanding and definition of that word, mm-hmm. and how words, the sound, the power of the spoken word, of how mm-hmm. you talk about yourself, how you talk about your vision, your values. You know, mm-hmm. how people speak into you. Learning on how to prune and trim certain mm-hmm. things and certain people out of your life is so key, yeah. because it's not going to produce fertile mm-hmm. soil for you in your future endeavors, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah. Was- and all right, so since you say, I'll I'll share my thing that I made for for, for chance because that was the deal, I guess, right? Dude, that was good. Thanks, Come man. risk me. Yeah, He's so good, it. man. <laughs> all right, so this is a third world poem that I wrote. I had eight minutes or 10 minutes, what I say? Eight minutes. Eight minutes, yep. and I got it done eight like minutes. literally right on the yeah, time. It yep. was in New York City, Battery yeah. Park area, overlooking. You guys went on the other side. This is what I came up, all right? This is for Chance. This is my gift to him yes. right? and Shanice. So they call this real world we are living, but culture doesn't understand what we are giving. Into a bowl of confusion with no true understanding, always worried about themselves and branding. Too many are focused on being popular in life instead of being focused on the purpose of your life. Take a step back and think about your mission. With doing that, it will fill up and ignite your ignition. To a passion that will make you dream every day with giving back a true mission in every way. This world that you will create is the third world you see. It's everything God truly wanted us to always be. Bro, that
2: is so awesome. It's amazing. That explains their world so well. Because once you once you really look at it, dude, that is exactly everything that God created us to be. Kings, royal, giving praise, Holy Spirit, blood of Jesus, brother of Christ. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I love everything I'm you guys so are excited, doing, man. man. Thanks, you know, dude.
0: It's, it's fun when you do things for a mission purpose. Yep. And you're not doing it for... For just yourself, and and that's it. And you know you can bring other people with you. Mm-hmm. You know you know that you got a great dream when when many people have to be included in it, mm.
1: right? Mm.
0: And yes. when it's just a one person dream, it's a boring dream. It's yeah. a lonely dream. You're right. And uh,
2: man, I always tell people that if pe- the people who you are surrounded by don't have more faith than you, don't dream bigger than you, you need to you need to you need to remove yourself from that circle. Yeah, you need to. And it's cool to see like us piggyback off of each other i remember the, before the first third world production i um man i was done like i mentally tapped out mentally tapped out before i even got on stage and sang a lyric and um it was just so much on me that i had never done before and i was done dude but then the ceo of uh voxo the uh company where i'm a market marketing director he he sat me down and he was like all right bro what do you have and he and he and, and and he 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 began to say like dude what no you have to create an experience for these people like you have to you have to create this and then he he started to he started to just dream so big and the event turned out to be so much more amazing than it was, it was gonna awesome. be before I gave up on it it turned out to be so amazing. And if you don't have people like that around you who can who can get with your dream and make it even better, that's how it was when we came here. Wow. Like you heard, that's where the the, the secret ideas that we're not going to mention on this podcast, <laughs> that's where they came from, and just from us feeding off of each other. And that's what God wants. We can't impact. God needed, He man, this is so good, but God didn't do it by himself. Whenever he came down to earth, he didn't spread the message by himself. Yep. He knew that was one of the first things he did, like was established him a core group of people, a core group of people and taught him exactly taught him how to influence the people, taught him what to do. He showed him some miracles, abracadabra, and boom, he inspired him and then he sent him out.
0: Mm. Mentoring less is actually mentoring more. Man, you say that again. Say that one more time. Mentoring less is actually mentoring more.
2: Mm and once you think about it, there were times where he wasn't even present and they had to make a decision on their own. I can recall a time where he went up. Uh, there's a story where Jesus went up to pray and uh, the boat that they were in, a storm came through and pushed him out and. It, no, no, he told them to go to the other side, so they started to go without him. And it wasn't the problem that that made God come rescue them, because when they when they were out, a storm came. Wow. It was the progress that they had made that made because if they didn't make any progress, they would have still been there. And Jesus could just got on the boat at the shore. But it was the progress that they made going towards where, where he told them to go that made Jesus walk on water. And that's so cool to me.
0: And they had faith and they believed. Oh yeah. Cuz I think I I heard a story yesterday or today about the Israelites where it took them like instead of like 2 weeks it took them like four, 40 years. 40, 40 years. years. Yeah. yeah. 40 years. Cuz they were complaining and and that goes back to the 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 god's jet stream or and you have the culture jet stream mm-hmm. where if you go from in North America from east to west you're against the jet stream if you go from west to east you're with the jet stream and that's the universe's jet stream that's god's jet stream but when you do cultures jet stream, it's just harder, it's longer. Yeah. And you burn the most amount of fuel. And it's it takes the longest amount of time to get to mm-hmm. your quote unquote destination. Man. So my whole life I was I was doing culture jet stream and, and it's like these are your standards, these are where you're at. Yeah. And when you live this way, you just you go to bed at night peaceful.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. I heard that the first time this week, whenever um who said that? I think you said that. I said it, yeah. Yeah, that was that was so good. That was really good.
0: Yeah, man, this is good stuff, man. I'm yeah. I'm gonna take notes and listen to this again. Me too. And uh, I know some Rock Life Nation really enjoys this. When you know, a couple more things, and we'll we'll wrap up. Um, so wow, it's 107. Nice, right? Tom, I love it. Man. Well, we were talking about what's interesting. If you listen to this, you know we're recording this at 107 a.m. in the morning, but your subconscious mind is actually turns off around 10 or 11. Um, no, no, your conscious mind turns off after like 10 or 11 and then your subconscious mind turns on. Mm. So you actually will be more creative in your later night time because you're not so conscious of everything going around. Yeah. And I never knew that and I, I discovered it and I learned that. So that's why like early in the morning, mm-hmm. uh, I, when I was writing my book, I would write it early at like 6 a.m. Mm. to like 9 a.m. 10, and then after 10, I wouldn't be as creative. So wow. I, didn't, I didn't do a lot of my creativity uh, during the day. It was in the morning or like I would be up at 3 a.m. writing. So my, awesome. yeah, it's it's interesting. And I and that's why a lot of um, recording labels, they'll, they'll record at 3 a.m., 4 a.m. And that's where the most creativity comes out. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? So cool. That is. Yeah, and it makes sense. It does. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So that's where a lot of things are birthed yeah. from uh, the early morning and late at night. That's awesome. Yeah. A couple of things is um, when you look at the world, right, what do you think are some of the, the, the biggest gaps for the world right now? And then, kind of, how to fix those gaps. And maybe some of those gaps were gaps that you had yourself. Where's the gap? A gap is, you know, just basically like things that were missing mm-hmm. in your life, or you think that things that are missing in the world mm-hmm. or people just in gotcha. general. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think right now, a lot of people focus on the wrong thing. But I guess at the end of the day, you have to define what success means to you. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people have that wrong. And I, I mean, social media is, is a good thing and it's a bad thing. And I think a lot of people play the comparison game or they get caught up on all the flashy things, but really like none of that really, the flashy things, the cars, material things that really, it doesn't matter, but it's like the impact yeah. that you leave or the the pathways that you make. I mean, it, it has to be bigger than you. That's 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 kind of what I'm getting to. I think people only look at themselves and what they can do for it's all about me 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 but really the people that we end up remembering and the people who make the greatest impacts are the people who literally did things for other people Mm. and impacted so many lives but i think now it's just like what can you do for me Mm. it's that mentality
0: yeah i deserve it i deserve to you know it's like me 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 me. iphone myspace like you know everything's about you
1: Right, mm. and that and that makes it just less genuine because we're always looking, what can I get out of this? Mm-hmm. So, and I think when you switch your mindset about it and it's, but I guess it's like a reflection moment you have to have for yourself, but I think if more people realize that it's not always about them and it's really you have a greater impact when you can touch people's lives um, and change people's lives by the seeds you plant in them and just... um Forging ways for people and just doing more, and just even when you're gone, like things that you left behind, whether it was like a message, a movement, just anything. It's
0: powerful. Yeah. Of what you leave behind. Oh, wow. There's a Greek proverb that says, uh, A great man or woman will plant a tree that they may never see the the shadow from that tree. Mm. And it's like, What are you really leaving behind mm. right. for your family? And if, say, your na- last name is not the name that you want, well, why not, you know, rebrand the name, keep the name, but mm-hmm. rebrand it into the brand that you want it to be? Right. That's funny
2: because that's what Third World is. We're redefining Third World. Mm-hmm. We're redefining the... Uh,
0: Dude, I I love the there's message. so much, like, yeah. message behind the message, yeah. behind the message, behind the message of Third World yeah. because Third World is not a location. It's a mentality. Yeah. 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 And the mentality is what keep some that third world but no let's break through that yeah and i love it it's like it fits so well with like oh man dang it it just came to me dang bro but uh
2: you you just asked the gaps yeah when shanice was speaking she said a word that stuck out to me that was the biggest gap in my opinion and that's focus because we live in such a, a modern world now to where everything is just like electronic and we have so much so many distractions. So I believe if we had focus um all across the board, then we would we there would be less of everything that's negative and more of everything that's positive.
0: Yeah, because successful people don't have time to post on YouTube. Yeah. You know, or comments, you know, yeah. like uh where because they're on the go. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They're they're moving. Oh yeah. Talk about being focused. I mean Creating brand, being business, being an entrepreneur, having a relationship, being focused on because y- you guys symbolize the seven rocks of life. You really yeah. do. You have all those seven rocks, and you're always getting better. Yeah. So I give you a stamp of approval that you, you you do live Thank a seven you. rock life. Pounded. Yeah. All right. I'll yeah. give you et. I'll do et. Et. <laughs> <laughs> <So short. laughs> but how do you stay focused? Like, what are some steps that you can take? And we'll finish with this uh, of of staying focused. Steps.
2: Well, I can only speak from from my personal experiences it was walking in that purpose man i would be up to three and four o'clock and my body would literally have to crash in order for me to stop like it would have to crash in order for me to stop and it's and 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 it's funny because whenever you are operating in that purpose there's so much fulfillment there's so much fulfillment There's, Yeah, there and, is. And you get everything. It's like you get way less sleep, but it don't bother you. You have way more energy. You eat way less. It's, it it doesn't make sense. Yep. And you're way more focused, but you don't even have the nutrients in your body that's supposed to produce produce that focus. That's so true. So it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's so
0: it's for me. It's purpose. Yeah. When you're when you're really where you're supposed to be. Mm hmm. When you are tuned in, I yeah. agree. Yeah. It's like, for example, actually, you just made me think of something. Um, certain dogs are like hunting dogs, right? Mm-hmm. So when you have a dog, you know, at their house, they're kind of just hazily, but you put them like on the mission field, you put yeah. them on what they were supposed to do, hunt a duck or whatever it is. They are just like locked in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And no matter what's going on, they don't yeah. care. They're like, I'm going to get that yeah. ball. Yeah. I think that's, that's so good because that is a huge gap. Yeah. We have way too many distractions mm-hmm. and we're not focused on our internal s- things that we need to do for ourselves. We're focused on, we're not focused on, um, we're focused more on other people's stats instead yeah. of our own family stats. Mm. Right. Mm. And it's like, I, I was an athlete my whole life, but I wasn't, I stayed in my lane Yeah. and we don't stay in our lane. And it's not selfish. It's not like narcissistic. It's just, you got to stay in your own lane. Yeah. And if you stay in your own lane, you never know that you, you'll actually inspire more people based on the example that you do. And um, That's not true. you've always stayed in your own lane. You feel, or more? Now? I feel. I
2: feel like I feel I have. Um, I might. I'm, I I might have been on the um. What do you call those little rigid things? When shoulder, it, the shoulder. Yeah, I might have been on the shoulder just a yeah, little. Yeah, bit, like just starting or, to. Yeah, yeah, or close to the woods, but I've always been in my own lane. Just because um, I've always been so different. I've always thought different. I've always. I've never been like easy to. For sure. Uh, influence oh. or persuade, yeah. like peer pressure, never,
0: yeah. yeah, never really took no, a toll. But you have your values, you have your standards, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah when you're yeah. when you're anchored in those things, it's mm-hmm. a beautiful thing. Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Most definitely.
0: And you'll notice the people that will try to persuade you, mm-hmm. and they'll see that you're so anchored, they'll do whatever they're doing. That's you know smart, dumb, whatever. And then they'll come back and be like, "Man, he he does not budge. He does yes. not move." Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yes.
2: That's so true. That reminds me of uh, I was in a I was in a, a party rock band, and whenever it was time to leave, I just kept getting so many signs that it was that that the time was up. And uh, once I once I told the guys that I was leaving, it was like man, feelings were feelings were everywhere. Like we mm-hmm. were upset. But a couple of years later, everybody started to like come um, yep like to the same place, and now we're back playing together again. Wow. Yeah. And it's like we went out and we did and we got we got a guy right now, he's out on tour, like so touring cool. over over across the world, man, and it's just so amazing and everybody went and grew grew as men and women and now we we're all like migrating back together, so it's so cool.
0: Yeah, you got a great circle of man. people. I know you have your uh, brother in law, he's uh with the blue jays. Yeah, I have them. two of them. Yeah yeah and they support they you know they're you know with the brand and, yep. and everything and yes, sir. uh with third world and you got just great support systems yes, man it is i am so excited <laughs> for you guys man <laughs> thank you man thank my you. mississippi kids yes sir and then Shanice said uh we have a dad in new york now i'm like <laughs> wow <laughs> unbelievable 31 year man, ago. the way you were taking
2: us around new york <laughs> yeah bro. i was a good tour guide yeah you great were great i know awesome. I, li-
0: I like that though yeah like i like i think in life We'll kind of finish with this. Um, and then I'm going to do a secret thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he does. But I think you have, to be, you have to take a choice of the type of person, the type of leader you want to be. Mm. Do you want to be a travel agent or do you want to be a tour guide? Travel agent will tell you what to do. A tour guide will bring you and show mm. you what to do. And I think when you're leading from the bottom up and not from the top down, that's the most beautiful type of leadership that you can have, which is yeah. a tour guide type of leadership. Yeah, that is awesome. I love that. Yeah. So this is good stuff. I want to be that tour. Yeah. Um, future projects, things that you guys are, you know, going to be potentially doing or, um, you know, I know you got to keep something secret, but the vision for you guys the next couple of years with Third World and everything that you're doing with event planning and all that.
1: Awesome. To tie back into our wedding and how we planned our wedding that ended up being... Um, a big part of my wedding consultant business right now. So we were able to have that unique wedding experience and we pulled it off with only $3,000. That's so, cool. so I was able to combine all that knowledge into an online course that I recently launched. It's called the priceless wedding course. So I'm able to work with, um, clients via online That's through awesome. a course and basically teach you everything you need to know and all the steps I took to have this one of a kind, unique what an experience on a budget um, that fits your lifestyle, so that you can focus on your marriage and not just your wedding day.
0: Yeah, you don't want to, people will plan more for the the wedding day than the actual relationship and marriage. Right. Yeah, and that's that's awesome. It's you're being able to give value um, with saving them money, but then also getting them on track with everything. Mm. That's so cool. Thank you. Yeah, and you um the launch you. of third world boom what do me wap me? roll
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's funny <laughs> so the launch of 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 third world um the clothing brand uh it'll be august don't have a, the day in august but i know it'll be in august that'll also be the um the the next big production but something in the near future is going to be even bigger and it's going to be so awesome I'm so excited about it. I'm yeah. really excited about it.
0: Yeah, you, you dropped the little hint and I was like, "Whoa." Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, just get ready for it." Yeah. That's all I got to say. Yeah. And then your third thing you're going to do is he's actually doing Michael Jackson oh um, <laughs> remixes. So I got to play this before we finish this podcast yeah. cuz and this is this is amazing. You can go to my um we'll go no It'll be, it's, we got to put it somewhere. We might make a YouTube channel just for a chance. This is Michael Jackson oh, impersonation. No. So we we got to finish with this, man. So he goes, um, we go into like Subway and this, kid, uh, this guy's singing and then he just starts singing, but he just turns it up and turn it up for what? And uh, he, you got to listen to this. I'm putting this as close as I can to the mic and this is chance. And if somehow you get the video of this, it's amazing. my god did you just hear that i can't even get that high oh my gosh so what you all got to do is inbox chance right no. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. but uh but it's just awesome you know i love your guys energy and i think one thing hanging out with you guys for the past couple of days is you know you just take life seriously but enjoy the journey yeah you know and if there's people in your life that are on your train of life And they're the conductor, and you're the passenger. You got to switch and become the conductor. Mm. And then if they're a passenger that's not positive, you have to tell them to get off board and get a new ticket. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And because you got to make sure that your passenger, your your train of life, is is the right people. Yeah. And I consider you guys the right people. You guys are fun to be around. You you know, you're definitely on my train.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and pick and choose wisely. And some people are not going to like that they're not on your train, but there's things that they have to change. You just got to stay anchored. And I'm so excited for you guys' future, you know. And I just, I know Seven Rock Life, um, you know, Podcast Nation uh, is uh, impacted without a doubt from this. There's a lot of great content from it, and you know, check them out. Where can people follow you?
2: Uh, Chancellor Montgomery, C H A N C E L L O R Montgomery, M O N T G O M E R Y. That is my Instagram, same as Facebook. Um, Personal website website as well. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we'll attach it below. Yep, good deal. That's me third world um website coming really soon we're right around the time that it launches love it um also instagram your third, oh,
1: world. Said, uh,
2: third world instagram underscore 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 three underscores yeah third world
1: and you can find me on instagram at shanice s-h-o-n-i-c-e and on facebook as well shanice montgomery
0: that's awesome so we got to finish with the last thing ready so we asked the last question on podcast all right and you you actually heard me ask the uber driver today um you probably weren't you're in the back so so here's a question right you ready for this Mm -hmm. all right so if you had a billboard for the whole world to see what would your message be to the world one sentence one statement oh that's a good question
1: oh i got mine or do you want like separate? No, we do too. I'll have one word: shine. Why? Because if you're if you stay true to who you are and just let your light shine, just almost like the guy we met today, like we I I feel like when we we met this guy the Michael Jackson thing, and we were just literally showing genuine love, but he he couldn't accept it and maybe past experiences, but I think if we all just take the time to let our light shine with everybody we come in contact with, like this world would be a little, it would be better for everybody. It would be more, more peaceful, more love and just a better environment. Um,
0: Shine so you can be the light for people's darkness. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Cause you, you just never know what people, what people are going through. Um, and I think just taking that extra time to like, like just be in you and just I don't know, just showing love because you never know just a smile what that can do for someone. I remember one time someone told me I was having I was ha- having issues with my skin. I had a breakout, a really bad breakout where it, like my job was like, "Are you okay? Are you being like is someone beating you?" Like I was having this terrible reaction, and this lady told me, "Oh my gosh, you are so beautiful, stranger." Literally could not even, like, I couldn't even function. I was crying. Like, mm. and it was just her taking that one moment to say, You're beautiful. Like, mm. she let her light shine in that moment. And you
0: remember that to this day. Yeah. That's mm. powerful. That's awesome. It mm. is. Chancellor? Man, I would have to Lewis say, Montgomery. <laughs> See, I remember that. Man. <laughs> That's it.
2: I would have to say, um, I'm thinking kingdom. Why? Because the world is so concerned about religion and God never mentioned religion but he always mentioned the kingdom and if we can grasp the understanding of what he meant behind seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these other things will be added to you then we'll solve we'll have every problem be solved
1: oh
0: lord man I love that That's powerful. Guys, thank you so much thank for you. for being on the show yes. and coming and impacting lives. Yes. And guys, share this. Leave a review. Um, I love being able to see what things you take away from this, and it's about not just keeping it to yourself, but sharing it yes. and that's what you guys are doing with your brand, with your love, with your smiles. Oh, uh, they are a GQ you know oh, couple, GQ. and they had a whole photo shoot today. I'm their professional photographer, that's and right. dad in New York, that's Thanks, right. Uh, no problem. <laughs> but such a blessing. So go Thank follow them the guys, just support their brand and everything that they are doing. Thanks for tuning in to Seven Rock Life Podcast Nation. Check us out on sevenrocklife.com and our Instagram as well. Love you guys. Live to inspire every day and dream big and dream often. Have an awesome week. Love you guys.